0: Yeah. you want
1: to
0: give us a clap? You do it that way, that's fun. I don't know if that's set for your your height. Oh,
1: it's perfect. Great. I don't know if I'm in frame, but who cares?
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) Not me. Ready? Yes, babe.
0: I'm ready too.
1: That's great. (laughs) You want to take it away or you want to- Sure. You want to do it together or?
0: We're doing it already. Okay. Welcome. Welcome. To pile it on.
1: A new podcast from Grace Helbig and Elliot Morgan.
0: Yeah, this is very exciting for me especially because this is a podcast that is um, primarily but not only about our opinions, thoughts and conspiracy theories around reality television
1: well we were wanting to basically do something together Mm -hmm. that was universally appealing yes and therefore highly marketable and we landed on the most obvious thing which is a lifetime reality show
0: well the thing is i love reality tv obviously you are um i think a little bit more hesitant to indulge in it like i do but i got you into married at first sight hard yeah and i'm so it brings me so much joy (laughs) that you enjoy this show or if you don't, you pretend really hard and it's I still great. It.
1: I do love it, but I do get exhausted by it. But yeah. I love, I think, here's what, here's my justification for being a talking head on this particular podcast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love watching TV with you.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: I love it more than most things. Thank you. One of those uh, reason one of the reasons I love it so much is because you have an ability to, to crack me up a lot while watching these things <laughs> mm-hmm. because the people are insane and mm-hmm. you're like a mystery science theater for crappy reality TV Thank that I you. get to personally experience. Yeah, mo- many of those jokes won't be here or because some, some of mine at least are kind of, we'll have to find the balance on yeah. what's, like we don't want to be uh, rude to people, but at the same time, I would be lying if sometimes you both of us didn't make jokes that were pretty funny. At and, their expense. At their expense, that's the word, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, um, but you are fascinated by psychology and emotional intelligence, and that, I think, <laughs> is how I tried to hook you into the allure and appeal of reality TV, and especially Married at First Sight, because it's not just a bunch of desperate people trying to get... TV time. Yeah. But this season, it kind of is.
1: It is that, and it's also, I love the psycho- the psychological aspect of it, but I also love feeling smart mm-hmm. and feeling like we have a really good relationship. Well,
0: that's okay. That's the underlying reason <laughs> that I think I watch reality TV. It's not that I set out to watch it this way, but there is a byproduct in which I feel more confident in the way I handle my life and my relationships. Yeah by comparing myself to the situations I see on television. Yes.
1: Which are extreme and insane and and maybe fabricated. Sure.
0: Now, there's a lot of, um, yeah, there's a lot of, this isn't real uh, real reality. <laughs> this is obviously like. It's trash a, TV. It's trash TV. There's lots of constraints. There's lots of production, obviously. And that's what makes it so fun. It's
1: fascinating. And we started. We sold the heck out of that.
0: Yeah. And if you guys like Married at First Sight, hopefully you enjoyed this. Um, uh, we are starting this so late into the season of uh, Married at First Sight. Okay, you know, we're good at what we do. But we're quarantined. <laughs> and I also want people to know that we didn't start this because we're quarantined. We've had this idea for this podcast long before the quarantine um, came into play. Yes. But that is a major factor as to why we're actually executing it right now.
1: Executing it, yeah. Uh, we're doing it now because, and even this, even mm-hmm. with the quarantine, we still have taken forever. <laughs> to
0: oh, record this. yeah. I'm actually shocked that we're doing this right now. I think we would have talked ourselves out of it 10 more times before actually sitting down. It, so yeah. it's let's... the
1: same way that it works with um, the Valley Folk and the Fundamentalists mm-hmm. or the Valley Cast, where it's like, we, we're gonna do it, but if it right. one person even exhales, like, what if we did
0: it? Done, we don't have to do we're it, we'll wait. To do that. That we'll, wait. we'll wait, we'll wait.
1: It's buttons, it's pushing buttons, and I don't understand that. So anyway. <laughs> we
0: push buttons and now we're recording and it's happening.
1: <laughs> cool.
0: Okay. so. We don't have um, a game plan, so we're just going to go through what we watched last night on the most recent episode.
1: Well, before, do you want to jump into kind of the concept of the show as a whole for people who maybe haven't?
0: Sure. Hopefully you know what this show is, but if you don't know what this show is, the conceit of it is basically all of these singles in their 20s and 30s. Um, audition to be on this um, this social experiment in which they are paired by experts. That's what we
1: should have called this, this social, social experiment. experiment. No, I, mean, I like pile on. Yeah. social experiment. That's
0: the uh, there's three experts. I'm an idiot. <laughs> there's three experts. Um, I forget exactly what they're experts in, like sociology. Um, there's pa- a pastor. And another woman. <laughs>
1: That's like a counselor. They all act as yeah. counselors. There's
0: like a, a sexologist, uh, a, a sociologist or psychologist, and a pastor.
1: Yeah, and they function as like the tentpole experts mm-hmm. for this idea yeah. that you can marry a stranger. Mm-hmm. So you, you see them for the first time as you're walking down the aisle. Oh,
0: I love it.
1: And then you, you say your vows that you've pre written.
0: Not knowing who this person is is. or anything about them.
1: And then you say, I do. Yeah. You kiss. You sign a contract where they're legally married. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they are whisked away for eight weeks Through a series of stages From yes. honeymoon to moving in together To meeting each other's families And all that right. stuff And then at the end of the eight weeks yes. They decide whether or not they want to stay married together forever And live happily ever after mm-hmm. Or if they want to get a divorce slash annulment Which the show takes care of And make sure that they're supposedly. not supposedly. Supposedly, we assume
0: Who really knows um, All we do know yeah. is that the, everyone puts their trust In the hands of these experts To have yes. paired them with their ideal match
1: and another thing you, you hooked me on with the mm-hmm. show is the uh the fact that it has a very good like a higher success rate than things like the bachelor sure which so maybe the most the season we're on now is kind of uh
0: is uh, bringing the
1: bringing the mean or the media down yeah, a little bit Yeah,
0: it's not flattening a curve at all oh, well, maybe shit. it is actually flattening a curve the uh yeah the success rate is a little uh, all over the place. They have had successes, and as long as you have one, that's considered a success rate. Oh, I thought
1: they've had like a lot. Like they've a, had a
0: handful. They've I would say also. More had, than half? I don't know if it's that much. Really?
1: Oh, I thought it was like 60%, 70%. 70% or something I'm like.
0: not totally sure. I haven't that... kept up on the statistics in that degree, but they have had. A handful of their couples that have stayed together get pregnant. And they did a whole series about the ones that were pregnant together all at the same time. Like, they documented their experience now to just kind of... It feels a little bit like they were rubbing it in everyone's faces. Like, yeah. see, look, they got pregnant. And some of them, you're like, ooh, I don't know if that was the right choice for that,
1: them. That would That's a very... Another fun part of the show is not only... Uh, hoping that as a whole people find love, but also hoping that they don't think they've found love and are marrying someone that it's gonna get very bad, or having a kid with someone where it's gonna get very bad.
0: Yeah, Um, it's also a very PG reality program. Like, (laughs) when you watch The Bachelor, you know they're all shit-faced, you know they're being pumped full of like champagne and vodka sodas, and this is very much more, Oh, I don't even know how to correctly describe it, but it's very wholesome as it's much lifetime. as lifetime. Yeah, it's lifetime. It's uh it's very um respectful. No, it's just very like basic.
1: It's basic. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely like kind of what Americ like the average person mm-hmm. is like and value like more it's more conservative. Yeah,
0: it's more conservative. That's what I'm um, looking for.
1: Yeah, and it's uh It's sort of like...
0: But this season, I will say, they're having some moments of, like, breaking the fourth wall and, like, talking with producers and, like, having these uh, crises of the actual filming process, which I fucking love so much.
1: It's like a... It's, um... Yeah, it's like in the office when they started showing at the end of the series, like the boom might yes. die. And they're like, oh, they're showing the crew now. And yeah. now they're like, oh, they're at least acknowledging that this is a reality
0: show. Exactly. And that's what I appreciate that so much more because it is so staged. Like the every single room that they're in, every restaurant that they're in, is so brightly lit, is so set up like so a set. So uncomfortable. It's all set up like they took a home goods and they just like put some cameras and lights in uh-huh. a corner and they asked them to talk about their finances,
1: everyone's blown out, and everyone is so you can see every part of their face every when poor. they're crying. Yeah, every poor, and then when they're going to bed at night, when they crawl into bed, the lights are. Still so on. bright, they and were, then they're, let they're let me, trying to be sexy. Yeah, they're like, let
0: <laughs> me climb out of bed and turn the lamp off. And they hit a button, and nothing changes about the <laughs> darkness of the room. Um It's, yeah, it's a little clunky, but this season's very fun because people are starting to lose their cool.
1: Yeah, it's wonderful. Let's get into Let's it. Let's dive in, Grace.
0: Okay, this last episode that we watched um, was basically... They had all done their recommitment to each other. They had like a couple week check-in where they sat down with experts, they aired their grievances, and they've all individually decided whether they want to continue with the process or not so they're coming off of everyone has just committed recommitted to each other what
1: are the odds that all of them on camera said verbatim that they specifically did want to continue on being on the show
0: I mean thank god we get a whole second half of this season I would love to see
1: the emails from the the executives and the network that were like you gotta put them on camera like legal says you have to put them on camera saying
0: yeah we have a lot of conspiracy theories about the legalese of this actual show and because some of the things that they say can you believe it are so unnatural for them to say on camera Mm -hmm. that it seems like the network uh, probably has to have them admit things on camera for the the legal side of everything should we talk about the Mm-hmm. A
1: little bit more about the um, the moder, whatever they are, the the experts. Um,
0: uh, sure, you can. What are your thoughts on? I don't them? like them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This season, in particular, and I've talked to Hannah about this. It feels like the experts have fucked up this season, they, and they're really, really working to dig themselves out of their own holes and yes. not admit that they match some bad well,
1: people. And <laughs> even <laughs> even before. This season, they were like I was teetering on really not liking any of them. The, um, the
0: I want to say contestants, but the, the cast, yeah, the experts. Oh, the experts. Yeah. Okay. Uh
1: And and uh, now with this season, they've gone full into like like last night. I was really off. The one girl did kind of turn things around for me. The um, the robot that dresses like a crazy stepmom.
0: Oh, Viviana. Yeah, Dr. whatever, Doctor
1: Viviana, Dr. Viviana who, yes. who hasn't blinked. Uh, in many seasons, yeah, I
0: believe that Dr. Viviana is like an animatronic from Westworld. Oh, Goose is here, she's walking around. So, if you hear little tap, 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 taps in the background, that's her just checking you know. for bombs, yeah.
1: Um, anyway, yeah, so there's Dr.
0: Viviana, Dr. Viviana, Pastor I, Cal. I think Dr. Viviana is supposed to be the sexologist. Let me see. Dr. Viviana Coles. Is that her? That's the first name that comes up. No, that's someone else. Wait, is it? Uh, Oh, yes. Dr. Viviana Coles. Her Instagram um, is Dr. Viviana. Helping with emotional and physical intimacy since 03, in person slash in the media slash on TV, married at first sight. That's her uh, Instagram bio. And you know, oh, do you want to know an interesting story? Yes. So there used to be another... Dr. Viviana before on Married at First Sight and then she got replaced by Dr. Viviana and then it was found out that she was dating one of the people from the show whose marriage didn't work out
1: love finds a way
0: right that's the reality show i want to watch i want yeah. to see what happened with them
1: well we gotta get we have so much ground to cover because sure. I'm, I'm just thinking about so is that all other, your
0: all your thoughts about the experts are that you just don't like them
1: i got more thoughts i think they use platitudes and metaphors as a way of like What's trying to give mean? platitude is like um it's like saying some kind of generic thing that mm-hmm. sounds profound that's yeah. been said a billion times but because it's said in like this pseudo tough love way, mm-hmm. it gives the impression that the experts are really laying into them when actually all they're doing is just like voicing what the audience sees in them. Yeah. And I think a lot of times they actually give pretty bad advice and they give uh, <laughs> they really don't see the situation for what it is. And yeah. uh, and they then they don't take sides to the point of like, there's so much false equivalence in the show where the judges act like every conflict, every thing, every single thing that happens, any situation is Equally, the guy's fault and the girl's fault, yeah. and that's not reality. And sometimes things are one person's fault. And yeah. when you sit there and you go, "Well, you know, I understand how you did that," but you at this, it's like you're well, like, giving the impression that any person in an argument is only fifty percent right, and that's just not.
0: Sure, true. I do think, and not to defend them because no, I- I'm a
1: hundred percent right.
0: <laughs> I do think that they are not doing great this season, but this last episode, at least Dr. Mm -hmm. Viviana with Zach in particular and Pastor Cal have been very, as much as they can without losing their professional cool, because I think they're really beholden to be professionals on camera, so they can't be like, you're a fucking idiot, you know? But they can in so many ways, but it seems a little um, uh, uh, surface because they can't, Actually say what they personally want to say. I think they have to represent totally. this idea of expert
1: Which is fine if you understand that but the people right. who are watching this show who are dum-dums who are like <laughs> This is what this is a real no, social experiment. The
0: show is a genius. Yeah and has, <laughs> has great taste and uh, we all have something in common um, Yeah, they're oh dr. Pepper is the other one obviously. How can I oh, forget Do- dr. The Pepper? The
1: sociologist yeah. who acts as a counselor which to me doesn't make any sense at all.
0: I feel like dr. Pepper a couple episodes ago, checked in with everyone. Saw that she was neck deep in her own shit with all of them <laughs> I because say neck deep
1: in pussy. Uh, neck like, de- what no. else do you know? She might
0: be. I don't know what her <laughs> preferences, but uh, I think she sat down, and talked to them, realized, "Uh oh, we made an uh-oh, uh oh," matching some of these people. And she hasn't been seen for a couple episodes. I feel yeah. like she's like, "I'm gonna go on vacation. Y'all fucked up. Yeah. I'm gonna let you fix yeah. this." <laughs> um, okay, but let's get into the cast. Um, this season there's a lot of characters this is also the first season that they've done five couples i feel like they started with three then they added four now they added five i there's a i think two reasons in my head for this one is that there's obviously more opportunity to capture more moments and to make more dynamic episodes with more cast members. Yes. There's also a higher percentage that at least one of them will work, for the experts' sake. Yes. Uh, because I feel like they've been on a little bit of a bad track record, so they're like, let's just add more couples. There's a, yep. there's more chance that one of them will actually be okay. Yes.
1: In Vegas, they call that chasing bad money, or yeah. I think. Okay.
0: It? <laughs> then what was
1: that sports betting that when you start... Um... I think it's called chasing. It's like oh. you're losing, and so you just start dumping more and more yeah. and more. And like one of these is gonna work yeah. eventually, and that's how you end up destitute.
0: Mm-hmm. And you there's know, there's a moral there. They, I mean, people seem maybe a little morally destitute. All right, let's
1: dive in. Okay, we'll start
0: couples. with the 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 slightly more boring um, Jessica and Austin. We call them kind of the dorks. They're just a little bit yes. um, more. They're just a little they're bit more pure. normal. Yeah, they're Christians or they're Catholics. They they're had close. one conversation about they had one very uh, candid and definitely not forced conversation about how they would raise their kids in the church or not yes. when they were on their honeymoon.
1: Well, and they gave them they gave answers that were like, so um so we were watching that Tom Segura uh special yeah. or you you were doing a puzzle I
0: was doing a puzzle I was and, very busy yeah
1: and I was watching it for a little bit and he had some line in it about um do you ever meet someone who's so boring you feel like they poisoned you? Yeah. And that was was how that conversation went for me. I don't necessarily, like, I'm not going to be, like, really Christian about things, but, like, at the same time, like, I I do believe, like, in God and stuff. And, like, I do. Like, I want my kids to, like, grow up in church. And I'm like.
0: (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I guess I would. Want mine to grow up in church, too. Yeah.
1: Huh? I, ah, okay, so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. And then it, like, cuts to her. She's like, I'm glad Austin decides he really likes me. And I feel like that's a good thing. But it, it, and it's just like, they're so sweet.
0: They're very and it's, sweet. There's nothing
1: wrong with it. It's just sort of like...
0: I think they're actually well-matched.
1: They, they're great.
0: I think they're just not on-camera people. Especially Austin. I feel like he now it's getting a little bit more comfortable being on camera he knows the kind of sound bites he has to give in his talking yes. head interviews so every time he's in a talking head interview he's like yeah everything with jessica is going well we're taking it day by day there's no um there's no magic date to say i love you but you know i'm really into her and i i'm excited to see how this continues and he just goes yep. boom 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 he boom, You can boom. see
1: his brain following the script of words and yeah. in his mind yeah it's a. Uh, he, he he talks like I talked when I was at SourceFed. That kind of <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> just
1: straight to the camera, like, yeah, absolutely, we absolutely, uh, we really like each other, and then we're not ready to love. thing, I hope that comes up organically. But if it doesn't come up organically soon, that's okay because we're having <laughs> yeah. a great time, and, and I, I really like her. I'm really digging her.
0: Yeah, it seems like he's <laughs> he's doing an impression of someone that's on reality TV, but he's doing it authentically. Uh-huh. Yeah, I so their biggest problem at the moment is that she has been very anxious about when they say, I love you, because he revealed to her that in a previous relationship, he that was like his good long-term relationship. He didn't say I love you till like a year or two into the relationship. And that threw her for a loop. And she's been fixated on this idea of when is he going to say it? And she doesn't want to be the one that says it first. Dr. Viviana sits down with them, and she ends up saying, I love you, in their session with her, and he does not return I love you back to her. It it was wonderful.
1: It was wonderful. (laughs) Babe, it was the highlight of my day (laughs) yesterday. Just just completely what you're expecting to have happen. And then the show just does the like, like the the very dramatic, like, (sighs) didn't work.
0: Uh, uh, especially because
1: Dr. Viviana is like vulnerable Like you're wanting to be vulnerable Yeah. Like that's great, like vulnerability is good And it's such like a message, you know Leap and you'll fly uh-huh. And then <laughs> she just splatters on the ground she
0: says it and she, well you can tell More and more as we get to know her I've noticed that, oh she has Some control issues He seems a little she's more a little uptight. Yeah, and it, he seems a little more lax About everything And she's a little more like needing to know exactly like what's happening, what's going on mm-hmm. and like exactly where he's at. And I think because he's got this more amorphous view of like, I'll say it when I feel it, like there's no timestamp for it. It, she's like yep. no i need to know exactly like when you are going to say it so i can schedule for myself to also say it
1: yeah. <laughs> he's got that thing that's like um that like i had a relationship in the past mm-hmm. and it was significant and therefore because of that this relationship needs to follow the same timeline and yeah. hit the same markers at the same time and it's like that's um that's like exhausting and it's exhausting (laughs) to see on tv and play out because it's a real thing and it makes sense and it's a part of life but at the same time don't stop who
0: cares yeah live your life they are they're interesting to me because they're clearly the first couple that fucked when they Uh started having conversations with the other couples on their honeymoon about like where they're at in their intimacy levels and she got kind of embarrassed and she's like, yeah, we're, we, you know, it's all good. And I was like, maybe they're the most normal ones. They both equally attracted to each other and they had sex and things are going well and now the show is digging for them to have a problem or an issue. Yeah, It's also, he revealed to her that his work he travels more than uh, what she initially thought. And when he told her like what the reality might look like in the future of how much he travels, that also shocked her. And she said that she had texted him some expletives and some all-caps
1: texts. Yeah, (laughs) that was painful too. There's a lot of painful stuff in there. It's a lot of painful stuff because it reminds me of me at that Mm. age and that sort of like very like you want to be like the perfect person all the time and it's very sweet but it's also just it's it's exhausting like the idea of being like I sent uh, some all caps. And it's like, (laughs) that's the biggest problem that you have? You feel like you need to confess that?
0: Yeah. Well, I think they're a little pure. I think they're pretty normal. And so they can't like spin them into these monster people.
1: That's very true. And for people listening Mm -hmm. who were like, this sounds like a boring show. We're starting at the boring.
0: Yeah, we're building up. Don't worry. The
1: spectrum is...
0: Wide open. Pretty insane. Yeah. Okay. We can move on from them unless you have any other thoughts about Jessica and Austin. I
1: don't, nor will I ever have any more thoughts about
0: (laughs) (laughs) them. Okay. Let's move on to Katie and Derek. Derek is a dreamer. And Katie has... an insulin problem.
1: <laughs> well, all right. Yeah.
0: That's, I mean, they, they really hit hard on those two things.
1: They hit that hard. Derek and uh, what's her name? Katie. Katie, mm-hmm. I think, have the same thing that Austin and
0: Jessica, Jessica.
1: Jessica have, where the girl is, objectively speaking, maybe a little bit more mature than the dude. Yeah. But not as mature as they think they are
0: (laughs) yeah i think um oh we can open that door too we don't need to close that because she can come and go nice because she's over it she's like i hear you guys scream at the tv the whole time you watch this show and now you're doing it again um yeah i think katie thinks that she's a very wise and mature person which she is and they revealed that you know they're both Children of divorce, but they clearly both uh, were affected in that trauma differently. Yes, uh, she clearly—it sounds like—had some shit go down with their parents that she had to be like the peacemaker of, and Being had the to be, yeah, yeah, and had to like pick up all the pieces. So I think she's very much like, I uh, will fix everything, and I've been, I've had to fix everything, so I can't be a child; I have to be an adult. Whereas. He, I think, is a little bit more babied and so got to not, it was spared the expense of the trauma of parents getting divorced and instead just got to be a little boy. And yeah. so he's still being like a little boy whose parents have probably been like, you can do anything you set your mind to, like dream big. Whereas she's had to like do her parents' taxes or something.
1: Yeah, he drank the dream Kool-Aid hard. Yeah. Uh, and to Oh, the- but
0: that's our favorite thing when he started listing all of his dreams. <laughs> Let's talk
1: about his dreams. Let's talk about his dreams. Let's talk about this person we don't know's dreams. He's got a bucket
0: (laughs) list. Honestly, I'm a little jealous of how big of a dreamer he is. I feel a little for Katie because uh, he has very clear visions of things he at least wants to try in his life. And she's very kind of steadfast and like, I'm a professional, I got my job, I have my place of living, yes. like, I'm getting all the adult I'm things I'm adult, I adult,
1: I adult, yes. I adult, I big adult.
0: When she's only, like, 26 or something.
1: Yeah, it's the perfect age for, I think, and this is going to be a very big generalization, but it's the perfect age for a lot of girls to feel like they need to be 34 sure. or 35 when they're 26.
0: Yeah, um, but I think she's getting annoyed by him really quickly because seeing him be like a child reminds her that she didn't get to be a kid. Yeah. And so she's just like inherently frustrated she's by the fact that he's so carefree. It,
1: it, it eats her alive and will destroy <laughs> their relationship, Grace. Yeah. It will be the thing that takes them down. Oh, the
0: previews for the next episode, they get clearly drunk and angry. She yes. gets... Well, serious.
1: she is an angry drunk and she has been throughout the entire series.
0: Oh, see, I haven't noticed that as much. I think she just
1: is. It's, it's there. Anytime she's she has a wine in her yeah, that night that night will end poorly for both. But of I them. feel
0: like they have pretty good makeup sex. Probably. It seems like she gets a little like sexual and also a little like mm-hmm. finger waggy. at him uh, when that happens. Which is
1: emotionally abusive, but yeah.
0: Okay, (laughs) wow. Um... I mean,
1: she basically goes from zero to sixty. Yeah. Immediately. And it's always about base. And she said it at one point. She was like, Yeah, it's jealousy. I don't or she goes, I don't know if it's jealousy. And the moment somebody starts a sentence with I don't know if it's, I'm like, that's what it is. Whatever you just said. <laughs> and it's definitely jealousy for her. Like she got so upset about like his childhood crap in his garage.
0: Yeah. And the fact that he I guess went on like an amazing date with some girl at like a frat party or something when he was in college. And I think I think she probably feels like she missed out on a lot of things, and so to see the fact that he got to do a lot of carefree things just like pisses her off.
1: Yeah, I, I think she's got a
0: lot of anger towards her parents.
1: A lot of that, and a lot of uh, misplaced anger when it comes to it's open, lady.
0: Oh, it's a dog that she's coming and going. She's um, in and out.
1: Yeah, he uh, he's got life experiences, but I think that makes her more upset yeah. because. She, she basically, uh, what are you doing? (laughs) Go lay down. Just go lay down. You're fine. You have thoughts on Derek? (laughs) Hello. Uh, Hi. Um... He's got more life experiences that she doesn't have and yet still has like an innocence. And I think that probably is very frustrating because she's like, how is it that I don't have any of these experiences and my heart, my spirit is dead?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think also she um, probably feels like she has to now take care of him the way she took care of her parents. And there's like a resentment in that uh but But they're fine they're fine technically they're fine but i think she's gonna self sabotage to a point where they're not gonna be fine yes i her
1: truth speaks
0: but I do love that she got so pissed off that he talks about taking shits all the time openly. I love that, and it is like he is like a little boy. He's like a teenage boy still in a lot of his oh, actions, yeah. and that just like rubs her the wrong way. Also, she his came...
1: cadence too. We, yeah, we, I mean... when he
0: talks into his nose and he's like, "I don't know why you can't support my dreams." <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing that because got... I don't have dreams. You don't have dreams. on my funny. You don't have dreams.
1: I have dreams. You yeah, just... and I'm I want not... you. I know but I... I'm gonna. Do do it. I know I'm going to do those things. By the way, one of his dreams is writing a Christmas song.
0: <laughs> he said he wants to. I know. I know it sounds weird. I know, but I'm going to do it. And you know, <laughs> I'm okay, going buddy. to pay on iTunes whatever price it is for his goddamn Christmas song when right. it comes Pre- out. I'll
1: pre-order it. I'll order it on vinyl.
0: But also, we have to say and talk a little bit about the fact that she came into this experience with a lingering X. That I guess when found out that she was on the show and got chosen for it, decided to like show back up in her life and be like, hey, I know I said I didn't like you like that. But actually, I kind of like you like that, which is I feel like she's been strung along in situations. And now uh, she's just like angry at the way that things are working out for her.
1: I think it's I think it's the grass is greener syndrome. Mm -hmm. She got like the thing that walked away or wouldn't give her what she wanted. Right. And now that thing is the forbidden fruit because yeah. it's coming back on like remember me I've solved the, the one thing you didn't like right. which is you that know? I you know wasn't totally committed and now any weird thing that this dude does that's more boyish Mm -hmm. is going to be uh more um
0: yeah i think yeah i agree i think she's got an infatuation with like the bad boy type a guy that's clearly like wrong for her And so this guy is the opposite of that. So, of course, she's probably, like, fantasizing about, like, I wish he was more of a bad boy. I wish he was, like, you know, would just, like, throw me on the bed and, like, shit like that.
1: This is where it gets very Freudian and very, like, unconscious because the idea is that your unconscious desires uh will manifest eventually but they are mm-hmm. often opposite to what your conscious desires are so i could see her while signing up for this show listing all the qualities that Derek yeah. has but on an unconscious level what she really wants is none of those things oh, and she actually hates yeah. those things exactly
0: that's where you're like you can't fault the experts in that sense when they're like you gave us we did an interview with you multiple yep. interviews and on paper we gave you exactly what you said to us you wanted yep and we can't help that you lied to us yep
1: they have the receipts and then she she'll go i didn't lie because it's unconscious and she doesn't know yeah, yeah. she's not she'd be so confused and frustrated not knowing that really what she wants is uh something so much worse than derek
0: oh yeah wow so what anyway fun.
1: thanks everybody oh, moving on.
0: <laughs> okay uh, let's talk now about,
1: we're getting into the good ones now we're
0: getting into the good ones uh, let's talk about do you want to do Taylor and Brandon or Mika and Michael
1: uh, Cause you know
0: I'm saving Mindy and Zach for last of
1: course let's do um let's do Mika
0: Mika and Michael Mika
1: is a ventriloquist doll <laughs> <laughs> She's lost her, her puppeteer. <laughs> Elliot and-
0: called out last night the way Mika talks in her talking and interviews. And I want to caveat that I respect all the people that are on this show. And putting yourself in this situation, I can't even imagine what it's like. So none of this is like talking direct shit about them in any way. Because uh, kudos to them for trying yes. this experience. But yeah, Mika has an intensity to her in her talking at interviews and the way her eyes don't really shift and her head doesn't move <laughs> ellie was like that's a ventriloquist doll and well, I was even like even just oh. the way
1: her mouth moves is very just yeah. uh vertical like her mouth yes is like, bab, 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 bab. and when her
0: like... head moves her whole body like moves with it uh-huh. it's uh it's very interesting but we've been saying this whole season that mika seems again a little bit like um derek in a way that it's like a a young girl saying things that she thinks like adults say yes that it's like i want this and i don't have this and this is what i wanted and i like even on the Wedding day when she came out in her Dress and she just kind of pouted because She's like the dress doesn't fit
1: she's a powder Yeah she's, <laughs> still, she's still in the pouty stage What do you call it? the yum yum phase, the blah, yummy, blah. phase. The yummy phase yeah when um, you're kind
0: Of like still stuck in like your childhood Self
1: yeah and you can tell kind Of um and this this is I Think what connects them with the, uh, the previous Two couples mm-hmm. is the couples That are mostly defined By values that you can tell they kind of Inherited and adopted without yeah. personal Life experience so you know I'm going to say I love you after this. And I'm going to, you know, but he shouldn't have dreams. And it's like uh, with Mika, it's like he needs he's, he needs to give a budget. He needs to do this. You need to be on time. You need to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it doesn't seem like she genuinely believes these things. It mm-hmm. seems like it's a program that was downloaded into her mm. head. And she just sort of, it, to me, anyway.
0: Yeah, I can totally What do you see- think, Grace? No, I can totally see that because Michael, the biggest issue they're having is that Michael uh, seems to be lying to her again and again and again and that's a big trigger for her let's talk about
1: michael yeah he's
0: michael is an interesting character i couldn't and i still don't fully know if i have a read on him because when she was getting upset with like the small seemingly like harmless white lies that were happening throughout the season like he said that he um was a yoga instructor and i guess off camera like invited her to his yoga studio to take a class and when she searched for him there they said we know michael he's a guy that cleans the rooms sometimes but we have no teacher here named michael that that just shocked her system and blew her reality out of the water because yes uh oh they but the big thing that started all of this unraveling was on the honeymoon off camera again he inferred something to her on the plane that was like if we don't have sex on the honeymoon i can't see myself moving forward with this marriage yeah and that just rubbed her the wrong way and then he would never admit on camera that he actually said that to her which is i believe her because that's a crazy thing for her to come up with out of nowhere to tell on camera about Mm -hmm. him uh, the interesting, for it to not be true. The
1: interesting thing, though, is like that's a very honest thing to tell somebody. Like yeah. for a guy who's being pegged a liar, that's the that's very raw and not likable. No, but you can't fault him for being like.
0: But I think that the main issue of the yeah, I'm with you that that is a very intimate conversation to have and a very warranted conversation to discuss like expectations of intimacy on a honeymoon Mm -hmm. when you're thrust into this situation. And it's like, now the journey has started and we're stuck together for the next eight weeks. So let's start talking about it. I think it wasn't talked about correctly. And I think had he just immediately owned up to the fact that like, yeah, shit, I'm sorry. I said it completely like, um in a terrible, degrading sounding way. I didn't mean that. I really just wanted to talk mm-hmm. to you about like our expectations of sex and blah blah blah. Boom. But problem solved. Problem solved or at least the start of solving the at problem. At least it's can a happen. discussion happening. Yeah, instead he just sort of like stared into the abyss and kind of denied Oh, definitely denied yeah, he, saying any of that, and that just dug the hole deeper for her. For someone that clearly has trust issues, yes,
1: she's and she's also so they're a horrible match. They um, <laughs> yeah. He he is his defense mechanism is embellishment and doubling down, yeah, which is a terrible thing to do when you're caught in a lie, yeah. Uh, but because of his past, or so he says, uh, he's more inclined to. To skirt the truth a little bit, mm. um, he reminds me of, like uh, when I was in college, I took a class in um, <clears throat> uh, uh, allig- like crocodile stuff, and it was like a, we went Cro- to a crocodile what? an alligator crocodile oh, farm.
0: Zoology you studied, yes. yes. Okay. And
1: uh, we had a whole day where like we were we were taught basically how to how to grab and with and um, restrain crocodiles this is so, so Florida. it's so florida and so you know i remember i would walk people through it afterward and talk mm-hmm. about it and be like well, you know you grab their tail and against what you would expect you actually shake their tail a little bit to make sure that they're like aware of you yeah and then you stay along the axis of the body that way they can't like because their tail is really what'll mm-hmm. get you in addition so you stay away from the tail and the mouth uh, by staying along their back and you jump on them and you kind of work your hands up their jaw okay. to keep their mouth shut, which is really easy to do because as much as strength as they have going down, they don't have as much coming back And I used to spit that out, that information out, right. like I was an actual alligator handler <laughs> for a while. Yeah,
0: you saying it just now uh, makes right. me go, what was your past yeah that's it and it's <laughs> did you all work true. for joe exotic at some yeah, point
1: Yeah, but, but, oh man i wish uh it, i've met many a joe exotic okay <laughs> and many of them are probably there that that uh whatever it was but anyway i can say all that stuff and it sounds like i'm an actual right. alligator handler and i could pass myself off as one yeah but if you were to actually ask me to do it in the wild i would never in a million years yeah do that and it's like if you were Mika, and mm-hmm. I told you all that stuff, you would be like, you're a liar. You're not an animal. Right, uh, right, And right. I would be like, oh, no, I, like, I kind of... It's embellishment versus
0: well, and straight up lying. But this episode, there was eventually a moment of clarity for her when she sat down with his sister. And also when he admitted in their meeting with Dr. Viviana that from growing up in, um, as an adopted child, he didn't fit in anywhere and was made fun of and bullied when he was younger so he would embellish his life story so people would like him which is easy to see as an audience member which I guess is why I couldn't mm-hmm. understand why Mika was getting so triggered because I'm like oh he clearly like as a child lied about things and no one called him and he didn't take accountability so it I just...
1: I used to do that. I think I remember being a kid and like yeah. making up stuff to make my day sound more interesting. Everyone's
0: done that but then as an adult when you're called out on it but you continue to do it that's when it starts to be that's when i understand why meek is being driven crazy by this it's
1: good tv grace it's also
0: yeah she gets so mad they sit on their bed and they like pull out their finances to have a very real talk about where they're at financially after there's already been some um Chaos about what his job actually is because he got like a job promotion when they started the show, but then uh-huh. it fell through. And so, how much is he actually making? This uh-huh. is like one of the things that couples need to talk about to, you know, forge the more intimate conversations. And he basically, like, gives this roundabout answer of like what he <laughs> might be making. Well, and well, she... well, hold
1: on though, before he, he does that, uh-huh. she sets him up to be destroyed <laughs> by initiating the conversation and going so anyway here's here's my pay stubs and like
0: pulls out her laptop and shows And through. shows
1: pay stubs right. which in and of itself is like a you better give me proof it's like basically going see how I'm giving you proof of my yeah. salary you need to give me proof which well, is inherently like it, it's it's pre it's it's preassuming that he's going to be dishonest
0: i don't i don't fully buy that because she's so quickly when he tries to explain to her after taxes or whatever what he could be making and she's like i majored in math this doesn't add up for me just give me exactly like what are you claiming yeah. on your tax form just give me these simple direct answers and then she loses it and she calls out the producer Monty she's like I can't have a conversation with the Monty so I think they knew exactly what they were supposed to do in that scene they're supposed to sit and show each other Mm -hmm. exactly their finances and she's like here this is the most clear way to show you here are my pay stubs yes and so i don't think she set him up for failure i think they were both Mm. knowing that they were supposed to in this scene sit down and share their finances and he so you don't think it could have just been like i think he made made it harder for himself i think instead of admitting that he's not making as much money as he might have told her before or told uh, the cameras before he doesn't want to he's embarrassed which he admitted to later uh-huh. so he
1: way 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 later
0: way later so he creates he digs himself into these holes he creates this weird vague thing presentation to her of what he could be getting paid that doesn't disclose that he's actually you know not getting the amount of money that he yep. said before and so if you're already mika and you're triggered over and over again by the same shit, and you're like he's doing it again i'm not gonna have a conversation he's do like this is the. L- all i wanted to do finances are pretty cut and dry like i just wanted we're supposed to just sit here and say how much we make well
1: he screwed up the whole thing
0: yeah
1: (laughs) but you could see it coming with the pay stubs because it could have been a conversation i think mika is all of that dude's weirdness is just so strange. Yeah, it's, it's like very I read valley. on him. Yeah. yeah, I can't get it. Um, he's like got a way to articulate himself that's very immature. But mm-hmm. then he sort of talks. He like bulldozes conversations yeah. with like our quote unquote articulate. Them. But she's like reflexively argumentative to the point that she will. Go off at the drop of a hat and I don't think you can do that with somebody like him who is so terrified of not being accepted for
0: yeah, I don't think they have constructive conversations However, I'm curious to see now if they start because he's admitted like I feel like it's been this slow like pulling his Mm -hmm. Reality out of him like pulling his truth out of him uh, because in all the sessions he's cried on camera about his you know, being adopted in his his childhood and stuff like so I think he just has a lot of work that he has never done about his anger with his childhood. Like everyone on the show. He some weird stuff
1: last night. Yeah, he was saying some stuff. I was like, well, this?
0: he clearly has some shit that he hasn't Very dealt legit. with. Very legit. Yeah. yeah. No. And I don't
1: think he's a bad dude. No, I don't no, think he's a chronic liar. None I think of these he's...
0: people are. That's why this show is fascinating. Well, he because... might be a
1: chronic liar, but not <laughs> in a way that's not justified by his bad. I
0: don't think it's malicious. I think he can't help it. I think it's part of his character now, and part of his, like, how he's developed it's like part of his development he's learned that this is how he copes and his defense mechanisms
1: development is that she can't process that no
0: (laughs) i mean she seemed to be very optimistic after having the conversation with the sister that like she gets it now and she can understand and have some sympathy for Uh him but i'm curious to see if that actually happens or if it's just like too late i
1: think she's i think it's beyond i think it's if
0: i were them i'd be like okay i understand you but i still don't think this is going to work for either of us
1: to bring it back to the scene they had uh her getting that might be um above her pay grade i think at this point it might be a little <laughs> bit more than she wants to deal with
0: well i do love i love the scene of her just storming out of the hallway and talking to monte and being like she i don't want to fucking deal with that do you guys want to lie or do you want to lie you can fucking have him that was amazing him. she was, that, like, I was like this is a cool mika I like around. this. Yep. this is real you can tell like this is what i want to see this is what i hope happens on this show more where we get more of those candid moments mm-hmm. and not the like scripted like he lied to me again and I don't think I can handle it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that scene was, uh, the episode Wonderful. was such as, the show is a surreal thing to watch because you can see the most like, kind of authentic moment and it it kind of does capture something but then they'll just punctuate it with like back to the normies where you're like so bored out of your mind (laughs) so it's a exhaust it's like a cardio exercise to watch this thing
0: yeah the bummer with this show is that they identify the underlying major problem in each couple and then they just repeat scenes of them talking about the same problem over and over in different environments and in different ways Um. So it it really if you don't know what the issues are with these couples, you're a goddamn idiot because yep. they shove it down your throat <laughs> every yeah. episode.
1: Mika and uh, they're 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 good. They're goods though. They're all they're both goods. They're all, I just don't think they're a good match. They're all well
0: intentioned people. I yeah, well, I agree with you that I think they're both good so people, far. but they I don't think that they're meant to be. Yes. Um. Okay. Taylor and Brandon.
1: Have you have we listed a couple that we do think would be good?
0: I mean, Jessica and Austin, the dorks, I think are going to like are a well matched couple.
1: Yeah. I think in the wild. We'll go into our predictions. Yeah.
0: In the wild, I think they would actually find each other. Um, Taylor and Brandon, wow wig 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 (sighs) wig Taylor got a new wig that's what this episode is called for me Taylor wig Taylor Taylor wig. Taylor got a new wig Taylor's looking like a real housewife of Atlanta (laughs) when she showed up I was like did Portia just show up I know you don't know that reference but Uh, trust me uh I might
1: though maybe you'll show me some real housewife stuff sometime maybe dive into if you're
0: so lucky yeah Uh, Okay, this couple is, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to really feel about the sincerity of this relationship at all. Basically, it's all so weird. It's all very strange. Uh, Brandon is, like, supposedly an introvert that deals with anxiety, but he, he talks very cool and whatever. Taylor's, like, beauty and brains, I keep calling her, that she, like, works in a research lab. But she also works for, like, a liquor company. Um, she's like a party girl <laughs> Like she yeah. is And they really didn't spell that out We're learning that slowly And they're even I think being very conservative About presenting her as a party girl she they... Her
1: boob fought, fell out <laughs>
0: Yeah she had a full tit out That was blurred on camera that I was telling Hannah about the other day and she was like I didn't even see it
1: When she came back to her place oh. after A night of partying where she posted an Instagram story saying yeah. she was single looking For a decent man with oh. a so plant emoji
0: They had a big fight on their honeymoon where he basically lost his cool about the filming side of things. Didn't want to be on camera, like cursed everyone off on their way to the airport, like cursed Taylor off in front of the other cast. All of it like had a full actual meltdown, which is to be expected. And I'm shocked hasn't happened on previous seasons, unless I'm forgetting. But um, so they clearly had some issues. Then they get back to D.C. and they're trying to work things out. And it's not working out there on different pages. He also starts getting fed up with her because she's like an influencer. She's got a bunch of followers on her Instagram. so 11.
1: she's 11.2 thousand at the time of
0: yes, I've done some research. this is a this is a real podcast about mm-hmm. Married at first sight. <laughs> uh, And so she's always on her phone, and he gets this like bad feeling that she just wants to be on TV. And he says that she's even said to him like she was supposed to do like Love Island but she couldn't make the dates work so she they did. went
1: into it. Yeah, they oh, went into the I whole process. I loved hearing
0: that. That gave me so much context. I was like, this makes so much more sense. She clearly cuz even on camera she'd be like ha and like posing almost. Oh yeah. And it's like all very staged it's like very some, performing Yeah, like someone that's watched reality TV that has their opportunity to be a reality TV star and can already like smell the fit tea like yep. branded yes. Instagram posts that she's going to be doing in the future and So she makes some random video that's very weird and looks doctored up about her going like, I, I have pretty low standards and I can't find a fucking man. I guess I'll just be single forever. And it's like text on it that says like, not a felon must be over six foot five, like, um, fine as hell. And like, uh, something about a dick. It, like it with looks the, very
1: strange. It, it doesn't look real. It's but It's all
0: doctored up. And then he got mad that obviously that she posted that she's single. There's
1: a there's a theme I think that we should hit or, or an underlying a disclaimer maybe that um. We, I don't think it's super interesting to go into which elements of um, this show are super produced. Yeah. But that definitely seemed like super produced. Because
0: <laughs> yeah. it's the video that they keep showing has all different ty- types of text on it. I'm like, what? even on you just know
1: it doesn't look real like if
0: you put it on your instagram story you that's not what it would look like if you put it on snapchat i haven't used that forever maybe that's what it would look like i don't even know no, she yeah. said that she posted it to like her friend's private facebook group or something but she's not talking to anyone specifically she's talking to a broad audience so none of it makes any sense at all but then he moves out and she gets home this is my favorite scene in the whole series this whole season she comes home in the morning. Her and
1: her boob come home.
0: Yeah. Her and her rogue boob come home. <laughs> in the morning with her heels off. Her dog's like waiting for her. She clearly just got home that morning. She's clearly still drunk from the night so before. Drunk. And they have her wandering around the apartment noticing that he's packed up and left. And like, yeah, her tits fully out. It's blurred. And she's just kind of like sitting on the bed, glassy eyed. <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. And
1: she's refusing with such confidence to think that the idea of posting a video like that would at all be offensive to your reality husband
0: no yeah (laughs) which is
1: just like one of those things where you're like watching somebody and you're like how are you saying that with a straight face and
0: they the professionals still trying to like maintain their professionalism are trying to get her to realize like how that would seem to someone and she just doesn't take ownership know, of it just, at I just, all I,
1: did, I didn't think about it I was just...
0: Yeah, but then there's this weird like they make them reconcile and it's all such bullshit to me because clearly she still wants to be on the show and doesn't want oh. her storyline to end and they clearly don't know how to keep going if they quit so they make them have to like deal with each other. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah I like watching these, these series a lot because watching this the decay mentally that people undergo (laughs) is super interesting and brandon reaching a point where he just didn't give a shit enough to be like nah man she said she was going to be on this show she couldn't get on that show so she's going to be on this one she said this she uh what was it um oh uh oh uh she said she wasn't really sorry she was going to say it for camera she said that like this is just to get followers she's taking foot like all that's like yeah laying into all I the stuff it. that you suspect and yeah. then he just articulates it and she's just like and trying to be like all-american girl yeah and like, no. trying to
0: be so likable she realizes that her narrative could be edited to look like a bitch so she tries to backtrack to be like but i'm i i'm interested in like making this work out and he's like i knew you'd say that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he like gets oh, up God. and leaves oh it's so good that oh. he that's what made me like Brandon. i'm like oh he really hates that she seems to be a little bit of a social climber, reality tv person And and he's just calling it out, being like, "I'm not gonna play this game with you. I'm not gonna let you look good on camera because I know that's what you want."
1: Oh man! Uh, And so they, though, in the most recent episode, are like hunky dory right now. They've talked
0: through their problems. I think they're both horny, and they they're both horny, (laughs) and they're
1: both like, "We have two weeks. Who gives a shit?" Yeah. uh, So yeah, it's all fake on their end but they've done a great job of passing the ball of unlikability back uh-huh. and forth yeah and cause he started out and you're like this dude's a monster I was
0: like oh I feel terrible for her she should never have to stay with a guy that can that easily flip a switch yes and like,
1: oh yeah it's terrible that, yeah. that kind of that's beyond like he lost his mind because she was recording him sleeping right which I can understand being like don't do, don't do that yeah. but at the same time he went took it to it a too far thing when you wake me up filming me it's just like I call it's just a routine we don't talk
0: for days days
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so they're now both weirdly together but yeah you're right they're just horny and they're 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 writing it out.
0: horny and like he knows that he's over halfway through it and so i feel like off camera they've probably both made some sort of deal yeah that's my conspiracy theory that they're like all right, we're done. We're not going to work out, but let's just get through the next 2 weeks mm-hmm. and then we'll just agree to move on. Like yep. that to me is the best way to do this whole thing. Have a real conversation to be like, I don't think this is going to work, but for the sake of like our reputations yep. and um our agreement like legal, yep. ha- legally having to f- finish this. Let's just make the best of yep. it on camera when we can.
1: But it's weird to watch. It's
0: weird to watch. And very
1: just like I don't believe you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, they've made a plea deal. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, last but not (laughs) least, Mindy and Zach. Oh, this goddamn saga. God bless Mindy. Mindy, Mindy, Mindy. Mindy,
1: the most real person on the show.
0: God, she truly is a champion. Mindy has
1: her own values. Mindy has her own standards. She has her own insecurities she's very honest about. She's very transparent. Mm -hmm. She's very forthcoming right she's
0: loyal and uh, she's good as far as we good. know who she's knows?
1: athletic she's yeah. tall she's, she's pretty a catch. she's got everything
0: she's a catch and then there's fucking zach
1: Now tell us about zach grace
0: zach i think i mean i don't know we only know what we're shown and it's only like a small percentage of what should... these people are but zach might be like a narcissist like you've said it that he's the definition seeming of narcissist like i don't thank you i don't
1: thank you for saying that because most people will say sociopath and yeah. i think that it's a catch-all for people who are mean yeah but i don't want to say sociopath is not that mean no I just, he's terrifyingly narcissistic
0: i think he thinks he's trying to do his best which i think he is doing his best i think this is what he i think he got into this show he's a model he's a fitness whatever and he clearly saw an advantage in being on the show that could help his career in some way but he'll never admit that because that's narcissistic to admit and that's not what he thinks he is and i think he clearly wasn't attracted to mindy which who cares sometimes on these things you're not going to be attracted well, to people and you can call a spade a spade and that's i think the harder but more mature thing to do
1: yeah also and he
0: just wouldn't do that
1: let me let's give i'm gonna give a little pretext okay here. first episode rolls around yeah we're meeting all the cups mm-hmm. cuts to zach yeah most gorgeous person that's ever been on the show Male or female, hands down.
0: You could hear a collective... It was a flood. ...double take, (laughs) the whoosh of a double take from every audience member that's watching this show at the same time going, huh, they got that guy on the show? It was
1: like impressive for the... It was like the show was (laughs) bragging. Yeah,
0: the show, exactly. The show was like, we can get hot guys too, Chris Harrison. We're not all sixes. We're not all sixes. Most Uh. of
1: them are sixes. Uh. And
0: that's why it's real... Ality tv so
1: this dude looks wise is is just ridiculous model like he's just like like the definition of model great looking guy mindy very pretty not the same kind of like out of a catalog pretty right and so there's a mismatch there a little bit but not enough that it should have been detriment to the no. thing in any way
0: he he
1: grace <laughs> listen to me
0: you're starting to talk like derek <laughs> yeah. he,
1: listen no just because i have a dream you have dreams dream. i'll get it i do i know what to do i'm going to accomplish these things um he i think zach there is something about him okay first of all
0: yeah so many thoughts
1: so many thoughts right yeah now. go for I'm it i'm like derek and the christmas song
0: yeah
1: uh I want want you to tell people about my prediction with Zach and how early I was.
0: Okay, from the very first episode, you I don't know exactly what you said, but it was something along the lines that, like, this guy is going to be a narcissist and he's not going to, like, even try on this show.
1: Yeah, I think I said psycho or something like that. Like, he he was acting like a... um, like how AI would write a perfect guy kind of deal, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. every response was very suave and cool, but it, there was like nothing going on behind his eyes. And I really, truly think Zach might be a legitimately evil person.
0: Oh, like
1: I and I, I hate to say that because wow. that's a big thing. That's a they might very listen mean. to this. Well, don't I don't mean it in an evil way. I just mean, like, it creeped me out from the very beginning how he behaves. Yeah. And that level. Well, this was so
0: unnatural.
1: So unnatural. And then watching last night's episode is him, excuse me, him Mm -hmm. going, I treated her right. Mm
0: -hmm. I never
1: lied and all that stuff. And when you're dealing with that kind of... uh, like blatant dishonesty Mm -hmm. there's something about it that does creep me that makes me like like, what is what is happening in the brain
0: what i respected so much last night about dr viviana is she's biting her tongue like literally it looked like she was chomping her teeth down on her tongue Mm -hmm. while talking to him to be like you really honestly believe that you were treating her the best
1: which is a producer way of going you might want to say something else here.
0: <laughs> right. And you might
1: want to add a but. But
0: every single expert that sat down. Pastor Cows spent episodes episode sitting down with him being like, you want to continue this marriage? And he'd be like, yeah, yeah. Fiddles with the ring on finger. Yeah, yeah, I do. And he's like, do you really want to continue this marriage? Mm-hmm. Like, they can't tell them no. They have to get them to admit no. Yep. And he's just been a maniac the whole the whole time i also love that from the very beginning they caught immediately because you can't not catch that he just talks in these amorphous threads that you're he starts with the solid idea and then he just continues talking
1: he summarizes too he does a thing where it's like he'll you'll be he'll be asked a question about what Mm -hmm. happened and he'll go He'll just explain it like in bullet points, but yeah. not give any personal opinion. Well, because not he's give not any listening. any kind of emotion.
0: I, he's, not, he's only listening to 50% of what's said to him, I think. He catches, yeah. I think he's in his own head about so many different things, and he'll catch little nuggets of conversation that are presented to him, and he'll repeat them back as if to show that he's been listening and paying attention yes. to everything that Mindy and the experts have been saying to him. Yes. Uh, and I think... He feels like he's breaking the mold of hot guy stereotype. So he tries to sound very intelligent and he tries to talk in these like uh, long winded diatribes that he thinks are these amazingly profound sermons. And they're just gibberish (laughs) at some point.
1: I and I want to backtrack and not I I don't think evil is the right word, but definitely creepiness. There's a creepiness to that level of illegitimacy that I I, I can't shake.
0: And yeah, it's great I think, TV. Yeah, I because I was curious about like his sexuality even going into this yes. because it seemed he seemed so in his head and so removed from creating any intimacy with with even the experts with even the other couples like there seems to be this incredibly strong wall put up of him Mm -hmm. really concerned with how he seems on camera and i think i do give him some slack because i think he I may, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that maybe he realizes that he's cast as the quote hot guy and that's troublesome to like handle, and that maybe he's dug his own grave because he's trying to get himself out of that being his role on the show or his. I don't you know. know. I don't know. That's me reaching to you're, try and you're be. being
1: real nice. Yeah. I, I think. anyway,
0: he they get into a conversation. He's been talking to her friends that are like over Instagram or something and I found like a quote secret about Mindy that he didn't want to reveal on camera but instead made himself look like a weirdo in the way he was presenting it. Like why would you present something that is combative and that is a character defamation in a way to someone but only present the vague intro of it?
1: He's a level of stupid that I can't haunt con- <laughs> Comprehend it makes I whatever. He is. The, because here's the thing that this this motivation that he has to look good on camera, mm-hmm. I don't buy at all because he doesn't look good on camera at all. I know. Like, what's I think what's he's her name? Pa- the, um Mindy? No, the Instagram Maybe. model.
0: Oh, Taylor.
1: Taylor. Yeah. She her motivation to look good on camera, and she does a pretty good job of at yeah. least most of the time looking good on camera. everything he does makes him look like a monster. (laughs) And
0: I think he's spiraling because he doesn't know how to control. I think he fully underestimated what this situation would be. And now he's just in his own paralysis of not knowing how to handle what he really wants in this situation, which is he wants it to be over, but he doesn't want to end it because that might be look bad for him. So he's sticking with it when really he's ruining everyone around him's time by thinking that he's doing them a favor by staying with it when it's like you're not staying with it you didn't move in with her which here's my conspiracy theory about why he didn't move in with her i think because he's a fitness professional this weird vague job which i can't judge because i also have a weird vague job uh i think he doesn't actually have a lot of work And so he doesn't want to move in with her because she wakes up, goes to the ice skating rink, teaches kids every day. She's very obviously honest about this is what I do for a living. I think he sits around and works out and walks his dogs. And that's like his day in and day out and that he doesn't want to be seen as like he doesn't have anything to do.
1: Yeah, I would believe that if any of his other actions in any way... (laughs) <laughs> made him look good. Like that Fair. would be the only time that he d- he did something because he was afraid of looking bad. Like if he wanted to, to look like it's way worse to be uh, yeah. in terms of how it looks. It's way worse to be the guy who who doesn't yeah have a job and or doesn't move in than it is to be the guy who doesn't who right. does move in and doesn't have a job.
0: I think he just doesn't know how to conduct himself, and he. I. Think it's not
1: human, baby. It's <laughs> not that man is not human. <laughs> <laughs> that man is from westworld
0: yeah there's a little bit of that but mindy mindy to her credit and maybe to her detriment tried to stick it out for way too long even though she she's an had, angel she's a she sweet angel handled herself with such elegance with such grace with such, such tact, tact. in every conversation that she had with him that she comes out on top 10 out of 10 times to
1: the point that we were rooting for her so hard yeah. halfway through the season that we were like Don't get too mean, Mindy. Like, ride this out. You're going to look like a saint. I know, because
0: it's so easy. And I know I would get so infuriated by him that I would say things that I would regret saying and then in turn ruin my reputation on the show. And she hasn't done that. And I'm like so inspired and awed by her ability to handle herself so maturely. She's a
1: real human.
0: And she's going to come out. with the
1: least human person. She's
0: going to come out on top like after this show ends i feel like she's gonna it's gonna be wonderful for her um But she finally called off their marriage And I feel like you, There's just a collective exhale from all the producers And the uh, yeah. experts That are like oh, thank god we needed you to do that Because we couldn't legally get you out of this situation oh, yeah. And we really fucked up by putting you in this and it, and
1: it also reeks of like we need a little more footage But the moment we have all the footage we need yeah. you, you, you can go You can end like, it
0: Also I feel like they should give her a big ass paycheck For sticking this yes. out And like creating their season she for them She should get
1: all the tea deals
0: possible oh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you
1: know, it, the show, going back to like how it makes me very thankful for our relationship, one of the things that I do really like about the way we communicate mm-hmm. is we tend to, as the saying goes, let our yeses be yeses and our nos be nos. And Zach, I don't think, has ever heard that phrase, let alone yeah. internalized it. And so it leads to like burying answers in words and words and words. And you're just like, there. I don't want to say it's a character flaw, or but it's mm-hmm. definitely a very immature way to communicate when you can't just be like, yes.
0: Yeah. And he's nope. clearly had no one in his life call him out on that before. Like, I feel like all of his friends that we've seen on the show have been like, that's just Zach. Yep. That's just how he is. So no one's called him on it. And then suddenly he's confronted with all these people being like, what are you saying? Yeah. I don't even care to try and. Ask you to clarify that I'm honestly so tired by it That I don't yep. even care
1: <laughs> Yeah and then there's so many moments in the Like with the conversations that Mindy has with him Which are, are associate, It's an interesting exercise in seeing like a one-sided mm-hmm. Conversation where one person Knows like how to mm-hmm. communicate and the other person Doesn't but he would she'd give him so many opportunities to give a level of honesty that could be unlikable but could also be redeeming in the fact that it's just simply honest. Like, Mm -hmm. when she would question him about his motivations, about being gay, about being, um, uh, Like, seeing
0: other people. Seeing other
1: people. He had every opportunity to go like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm used to dating this type of person, or right. yeah, I do care about personal appearance. Like, I do care. Like, I, I like. I think
0: s- he sees that as wrong. Exactly. And so he does. He won't just admit because it. Because it's dumb. Okay. Now <laughs> you when, you backtrack on calling him evil because you felt bad about it, and now you're just doubling I, down I on it. <laughs> Um, but I'm proud of her for moving on. He like and uh, he clearly like had been talking to her friends. And I guess the big secret is that he heard through a grapevine that her ex wanted to like pick her up from the airport when they got back from their honeymoon. But he had never. I know. I
1: know. That was such a weird. It's
0: such a weird thing. But he had been talking with her friend and then her friend was weird. Lindsay, she was like. Uh, my character flaw is that I delete text messages after they're sent to me. And <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that so I don't have the text to show you, Mindy. Lindsay, the it's... friend
1: that was never in any of the friend groups that never. when Mindy was hanging out with them, except was at the wedding and they did just happen to get a completely standalone yeah. shot of her. That's
0: why you've heard my conspiracy theory mm. is I was that setting you up. my conspiracy theory is that Lindsay worked on the show in some capacity in the past, and that's why she was able to get Mindy on the show. And that's why she might have reached out to Zach to tell him something that could create a narrative on the show Uh and help it out, but it blew up in her face and that's Uh why it got messy and panned out the way it did. That's just my theory. Or Zach knew that Lindsay had worked on the show and reached out to her because he realized that he Uh was... Pa- paired with a woman that is so much smarter and emotionally more intelligent than him and is calling him out on his character flaws so he needed some kind of dirt on her so that he didn't look like the bad one in the relationship i get why
1: we enjoy this show yeah this there's... is also
0: in like we're talking like crazy people right now <laughs> we're to give, we're judging in a way these people on the show but let it be known that we have a self-awareness of how insane and dumb we sound while doing this
1: oh and i'm sure there's so much about that that would explain Zach's behavior or at least yeah. I can only hope but it's also fun to take it at face value and if you do uh, it, It's such an extreme. He's the most fascinating. I think reality character. I've ever come across and mm. so I I appreciate him um, And I appreciate what he did for the show because it is interesting to see people react the way that he he's reacting.
0: Yeah also when I go on Twitter occasionally after we watch episodes and I look at just like mm. what the general consensus is uh, everyone just can't stand Zach. But I think he's going to get a billion girls sliding into his DMs anyway. Mm-hmm. The other thing I think yeah, about, they, too, the, is the, that the sh- low-hanging
1: fruit of people yeah. who just don't give a crap.
0: Also, the... Um, the show itself is so PG and so conservative and so whatever that I can't imagine how he would be edited on any other reality show that really just wanted to trash. Him. Yeah. <laughs> so he picked the best reality show to go on, actually because I feel like he would get fully dragged if he was on The Bachelor mm-hmm. or if he was on any of these other shows.
1: I liked in last night's uh, the most recent episode where he uh, you called, you noticed it first that he mm. was pretty drunk oh yeah he's
0: clearly when she's about to break it off with him he comes back from walking his dog and he just seems like three sheets to the wind yeah
1: and it also is like he was i think he says later that he was coming home for the for for the day or coming to her place for the day to stay the night and i i think it's a very telling thing if you're showing up to uh already drunk to go to bed basically and like say some nice things in front of the camera oh
0: yeah, yeah, there's, but the funny thing is too that, like, off camera, when they had the conversation where he admitted that it was about her ex, whatever, mm-hmm. they, it was, they have footage of it, like, on a GoPro in the corner of there. So they still document them when the cameras aren't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was fun. And too. I feel like he didn't realize that. And so he's probably like, oh shit, like, uh, he made such a point to not say it directly on camera. And uh-huh. it's like, we still got you. Yeah, got you. <laughs> got you. Wow. We've been talking for a very long time about this. Really? how long and over an hour
1: well let's wrap it let's up let's wrap
0: it up the first episode's always going to be longer i think because we have so many thoughts collectively from the season as a whole would
1: you say we piled it on
0: oh we piled it uh-huh. on <laughs> <laughs> is that how we end it
1: yeah okay
0: bye